Lights, Camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. Hello and welcome to Lights Camera Asia. I'm Jake Chan. After that rather lengthy introduction to the gangster film genre last week, I'm sure a lot of us are pretty excited to explore the gangster cinema in Asia. So, let's waste no more further time and start off this exciting series with a bang. We'll look at a gangster film that puts modern Hong Kong cinema on the map. The film, released in 1996, is called *The Young and Dangerous*. The time is the mid 1990s, and a few young men are strolling down a neon-lit street of Hong Kong. The leader of them is Hao Nan. A tall, slender young man with long hair. He's asking whether his friends have all gathered for what he calls, quote, something important. His buddies tell him that everyone is here except for a guy named Chicken. The lens then shifts to another location. A young man with short hair that's been dyed white walks out of a nightclub and bids goodbye to two ladies. This is the man nicknamed Chicken, the number two guy in the clique. The men eventually gather in a group and begin to discuss their plans for the mission at hand. Hao Nan, the leader, talks the group through their plan. Apparently, they are targeting Babi, the leader of a rival gang. Hao Nan has already done the scouting work and knows that the man often visits the spa he owns every Tuesday evening. And this is the moment where he has the least number of gangsters in his surroundings, and Hao Nan decides to pick this moment for an ambush. One of Hao Nan's entourage intentionally makes a scene in the public shower section, attracting the attention of Bobby's gang members. They soon surround him and try to teach him a lesson. And it is at this moment that Hao Nan approaches Bobby, who is now relatively unprotected. Hanan slams his head with a hair dryer and then proceeds to choke him with the wire. What proceeds is a series of bloody fights. Bobby is not the head of a gang for nothing. He's quite a strong man, and he managed to break himself free from Hao Nan and his company. He runs off onto the road, and Hao Nan's gang follows him right behind. The few young men still couldn't get the upper hand to the rival gang leader, who is now wounded and is desperately trying to break free. And just when Bobby is about to run off, Chicken runs over to lend a hand, or shall I say, a knife. He stabs him and finally stops him in his tracks. Hao Nan and his boys jump on top of him and help Chicken finish the job. This, 
at least in the film, looks like a well-executed plan by several stylish, good-looking young gangsters. But let's tell things like it is. At the core, this is basically premeditated murder, and it happens in public. However, for these few 20-something-year-old men, this almost looks like another day in the office. Days later, the young gangsters are seen singing karaoke with their boss, Mr. B, to celebrate the successful elimination of a rival gang boss. Before we continue on with the story, it's hard not to ask the question that's probably in everyone's mind at this point. How come this group of 20-year-olds are not in school or working on a job, but are out there making a bloody mess? And what's even more worrying is that they all treat this as if it is just a part of their daily life. With that question in mind, let me bring you to the film's opening sequence. Young and Dangerous opens with a shot on a slum neighborhood in Hong Kong with a title card that reads, The Hong Kong government needed to scramble and relocate a large number of families after a fire devastated the Xixiawei district. The families have since been relocated in a densely populated and poorly managed neighborhood. Over the years, the neighborhood becomes a hotbed for young hooligans as a whole generation of them grow up with little education or adult supervision. And this is where Haonan and his friends grow up. <laughs> When 12-year-old Haonan was playing soccer one day, he ran into Quan, a local gangster who comes around to give him a hard time. The two group clash and it quickly escalates. After all, Quan and these guys are adults and they give Haonan's friends a pretty bad beating. It is at this moment that Mr. B passes by and steps in to save the day. Hanan tells him that he'd like to follow him in his gang. And that's how he and his friends get initiated in the world of organized crime. We could say that he accidentally got involved in the world that where he is today is the consequence of a hot-headed decision that he made when he was a teenager. However, it is pretty clear now that Hanan and his fellow gang members are having a pretty good time now that they're in their 20s and none of them are showing much sense of repentance. In a way, these young men are all products of broken families and malfunctioning social infrastructure that fails to provide them with proper guidance and emotional outlet that these teenagers so desperately need. See, instead of having positive, upstanding role models to look up to, such as their fathers and uncles, they grew up in the presence of many gangsters. And since the neighborhood they live in is much like many other turfs that are controlled by different gangs, they witness gang fights and realizes that the gangsters are the ideal model for men. And while we're on the subject of gangs, it is worth pointing out that Haonan and his crew are the lower tier members of an imaginary gang called Hongxing. It is clearly modeled after the Triad, which is a transnational gang largely made up by Chinese-speaking populations in China and around the world. So, back to the movie. Hanan's crew has completed their 
well, for lack of a better word, their assignment of assassinating the leader of a rival gang. And now, they're having a rather good time. But unbeknownst to any of them, Quan, yes, that very same guy who bullied Hao Nan when he was a teenager, is a good friend of Bobby, the boss leader who got killed, and he has begun to plot revenge for his pal. And as it turns out, Quan is a very cunning and vengeful person, much more so than anyone could have anticipated. So he managed to somehow isolate Hao Nan with the girlfriend of his buddy's chicken and drug the pair so they would hook up. He then sets up an ambush on Hao Nan and his friends. When Hao Nan wakes up from what really feels like a bad dream, what awaits him is not a normal barroom brawl, but a total bloodbath. Hao Nan and company suddenly get surrounded by a few dozen gangsters, all equipped with baseball bats and knives, and are trying to end their lives. Hao Nan had to fight and claw and scratch with every might to exit the fray, but while he managed to survive, one of his bodies get killed in the fight. And by the time the group regathers themselves, Chicken had found out that Hao Nan has had an affair with his girlfriend, and the two have a total fallout. And that's not all. Quan has arranged his people to kill and bury Miss B's whole family, including his wife and two children. When Hao Nan wakes up again, his life is entirely ruined. His reputation has been tarnished, and now that word has gotten out about him sleeping with a friend's girlfriend, he is considered to have broken the code and is no longer part of the gang. He's forced to go into hiding since many of Quan's henchmen are still after his head. And his best buddy, Chicken, has pretty much severed ties with him and has fled Hong Kong. His boss, Mr. B, has been murdered, and no one will vouch for him and his friends in the upper echelon of the Hongxin gang anymore. Only two of his buddies and his girlfriend visit him on a regular basis in his hideout to help take care of him and he himself is severely wounded. It's not an exaggeration to say that his entire life is in the shambles within a number of days. His friends, family, boss, and career is gone. And the only thing he can do at this point is to slowly recover from his many injuries while trying to keep his seizing anger under control. So what is he to do now that he's been stripped of his status and prospect? Would he get a chance to reunite with his buddies and avenge his boss? How does he redeem himself from all the damage, including that to his reputation within his gang? These are all the questions that Hao Nan, as a young and once uprising young member of the gang, has to find answers for. And that's also what we're going to see in the following episode, where we cover the second half of The Young and Dangerous. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and this is just a small peek into the curtain of the world of Hong Kong's gang movie. Well, The Young and Dangerous and its many sequels is certainly one of the most famous movie series in the genre, 
in the future episodes we'll see other films that came after it that even in my argument bested in terms of quality thank you for tuning in i'm jake chen and i'll talk to you next week in lights camera asia Thank you.